This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freakin'. I've lost a baggie. <laughs> Where the fuck is it at? Fortunately for me, it's not marijuana, it's CBD, but still. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live! Freaking Wednesday! God damn it! <laughs> Guys, hold on, hold on. We'll find out what that news be doing after I find my shit. Found it. <laughs> God damn, Justin. Welcome, welcome. Oh, shit. How is everyone tonight? My name is Justin Freakin. We do the news here. We're going to talk about the news tonight. Joe Biden. Under more scrutiny. After they found more classified documents. Come on, man. Uh... Opening with diamond, closing with chlamydia. What, what's this dude coming in here and just trying to post links? The fuck, dude? Your first comment in here is to try to fucking spam me with some fucking link? Come the fuck on. What kind of, what kind of show you think we run around here? At least introduce yourself first. God damn. Tones, good evening. You're running for Pennsylvania's 27th. As what, a Democrat, a Republican, an Independent? What you doing? You want to talk to me? Israel Cruz. Well, usually we're not on the side of Israel around here. Yes, he's running as a Democrat, a Republican, and an Independent. Hop in the Republicans. Yes, cool. Hop in the Discord or give us a call. Let's let's talk to you. Let's hear your platform, man. No. Well, why the fuck you want to come in here and you, you want to promote yourself, but you don't actually want to fucking talk to me? Jesus fucking Christ. This is why I call right-wingers fucking morons. God damn. Oh, I want to come in here and spam your chat. Tell you I'm running for fucking office, but I'm not going to talk to you. How'd I read it wrong, motherfucker? What the hell is wrong with you? You want to promote yourself, I'm giving you the opportunity. You got to call the fuck in. You give us a Discord. Get on the Discord chat. And we'll, we'll totally let you plug your fucking website. We'll let you plug your candidacy and everything. I read it late. We're off to a great start tonight. I did, I did start, um, <laughs> ah, yes, here we go, already off with the scatological. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. 
Wash your ass. Holy shit. This is not your meme for the day, but it's awfully fucking funny. Iron Sheik. Tweeting out the face of WWE now, then, and forever. Jabroni. (laughs) So, you might need a little context with this one. Last night, around the time that I was getting off the stream, the news broke that Stephanie McMahon, who was serving as the co-CEO of WWE World Wrestling Entertainment had resigned from her post. And an hour or two later, rumors started to swirl that World Wrestling Entertainment has been sold. Not to not to NBC, not to Disney, but to Saudi Arabia. So Iron Sheik, Sheiky baby, believes that now he's, instead of, instead of Hulk Hogan, being the face of classic WWE. That jabroni Hulk Hogan, who Iron Sheik will fucking the ass and make humble. <laughs> Gonna be Iron Sheik from now on. So we're gonna cover that. So, um, Vince McMahon receiving a lawsuit earlier today because of his actions. We're going to get into all the hostile takeover of Vince McMahon of his own company. Bloomberg reporting on a lawsuit coming because of the possible deal with Saudi Arabia and his actions in the last couple of days. It's been a whirlwind, to say the least. But we're going we're gonna to get into that later on in the show. Before that, we are going to talk about the Paris attack. And get an update on the six-year-old who shot his teacher, still in custody. Man was executed yesterday in Texas. Now, that's usually not news. This man was a cop. This man was a cop. I'm going to tell you what his last words were. The FAA grounded all flights this morning. I believe that's the first time that's happened. Uh, since September 11th. I may be wrong on that one. I may be wrong, though. Charlie Kirk has a conspiracy theory about the FAA grounding flights. We're going to check in on the nurses' strike in New York, and I'm going to uh, gonna clue you in on what's going on across the pond with ambulance workers in the UK walking off the job. 100,000 workers set to strike in just a few weeks in the UK. More classified documents have been found in Joe Biden's possession. New York Republicans met today to discuss George Santos. Turns out they told him he was a volleyball star for Baroque College and that they won a championship. He didn't go to that college told the Nassau County Republicans that he was a volleyball star. Got responses from McCarthy and Santos. 
Spoiler alert, he was not a volleyball, a volleyball store. Trump dropping a new message. His campaign for president in 2024. Gas stoves are all the rage on the right today. Give you the update on WWE. You may have seen a viral video of a man spraying a woman in the face. He says he's fucking sorry. He says he's sorry. Nobody won the uh, the Mega Millions jackpot last night. I don't know what it is with these with these record-setting jackpots, but it looks like we got another one. 1.3 billion is what it's up to for Friday. Plus, I got a video of some raccoons for you. Tadpole, Mox, Warlord, Ray, Ida. Good evening, my friends. Even you, Israel. Tones. So glad to see all of you. We got shouted out on Echoplex last night. Uh, Producer Warhammer and I got shouted out. Dustin, good evening. Let's go. Let's go and get a little piece of the red light here. I found this funny. Each nomination. Is that you, Zach? Are you the the, the streamer who just like had the accept their unfortunate? You're like, hey, we're gonna go make fun of these people, and it didn't work. Is that you? I can bring you on. Hang on. I'm second. covering up producer Dave, but he'll flip. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, how does this work again? I haven't had anybody join the voice in a long time. Wait a minute. Hey, Zach, are you there? Uh, am I? Yep. It looks like you got me live. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hello. Greetings. How's your night going? Or well, you, it says you're in Bay Area, so yeah, it's probably night for you. Oh, yeah, it, it's the night. The night the night Twitch is the right Twitch. Oh, we have Hi. 69 viewers now. Nice. I'd like to thank you for that. Nice. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. You're concerned with that. Really. Uh, so is there somebody taxes. else there with you? I think he is pretty Steve yeah. already. Yeah, my, uh, me, me and my fiance do a lot of uh, the streams together. Oh, and you can both hear me and stuff? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm happy to have both of you on then. That's fine. How's it going? I mean, pretty good. Pretty good, you know. And, um, and just so you know, I actually i made i made a very general assumption that you were left wing stream, so you might be talking about socialism. Well, do you know what happens when you assume we are, we are a left wing stream? But like, we talk about like <clears throat> we talk about what's happening in the world. Like, I don't I don't sit here and like like soapbox about my ideology because I feel like there's like there's that's it's not going to work for me. Practical Steve over here. Yeah. Okay, I can respect that. Well, I I guess that's good. What is your stream about? <laughs> what do you what do you do on your show? Uh, we we do politics. We also do uh just general social commentary. My stream sends me a lot of memes and we act Oh, I've got to address this. Buddy, nobody is saying that George Santos is a bad person. We're saying that he's a lying sack of shit. He lied about everything. He lied about his family fleeing the Holocaust. He lied about his mom dying in 9-11. The fuck is wrong with you, dude? Oh, he's a good person. Right-wingers are fucking morons. 
Like, brother, I just, I can't get with you, man. You're on, oh, he's a good person. He only lied about his entire fucking background. Lied about where he worked. Lied about <laughs> where he went to college. Yes, rip to Jeff Beck. I saw that news about an hour or two ago. That is, that is not a rust in peace. Or, I mean, a rust in piss. <laughs> I just don't get you people. I still, I would like to have a chat with you, though. Since you are a Republican running for office, I would like to know exactly what you think you're going to do when you get in office. I would like to talk to you about policy. 917-830-4359. Hazemaker, good evening. Apparently, there was some Italian woman... Uh, that helped bankroll him or some shit. I didn't get a chance to read the story yet. But come on, Israel. Do you want to talk to me, my friend? I think we do have a couple of people in Pennsylvania, don't we? I think we found that out when we were doing uh, coverage. For the Senate. Yeah, I just, like... I'm sure he's personable and he's been nice to you, but he lied about everything. Everything in his life. Somebody hit bang phone for him. They'll hook you up in the chat. It'll come up on screen there for you. I would love to talk to you. I'd love to talk to you about policy. Sorry, I yelled at you earlier. I, I have a tendency to kind of go, unlike producer Dave, who talked to this dumb fuck for about 20 minutes. Why would you feel bad for him? Why would you feel bad for him for something that he brought on himself? I don't know. You should feel bad for the voters having a fraud for a representative. I do not get right-wing thought process. It boggles my fucking mind. Come on, man. Come on, man. It doesn't make sense to me, dude. You feel bad for him when he lied about everything. I just, I don't, I don't get right-wingers, man. You guys, you, you boggle my mind. I don't understand how you think. I don't understand how you process information. Oh, for, forgive me, forgive me. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> oh, God damn. Poor Brandon. Just He just keeps having shit fall in his lap. Lenny, good evening, my friend. I don't even, I don't know the details. I don't know the deets of the, of the second batch of classified documents that Brandon found. I don't know the, uh, story. I don't know when they were located. We're going to get all that here in a little bit. Well, here's it. That is a, that was a previously blue district. That was a flip. Republicans. 
So it's going to be interesting to see if we have a special election. But, I mean, we're, I'm going to update you on the, all that. Santos says he's not going to resign, but the Nassau County Republicans are calling on him to resign. The Republicans are calling on him to resign. Quivering. What is up, my friend? Johnny B. Buddy, I don't I don't know what you mean red blue paradigm. If you want to unite with us to fight the globalist, we've got the prescription. We've got the policy prescription over here. It's called leftist thought. We use collectivism to overtake the globalists. Like I don't understand like this enlightened centrist over here is like, "Oh, you divide things into left right paradigm." Buddy, we live in a in a hyper-capitalist, far-right society. The policy prescription for what is wrong with this country is leftist. It's leftist policy. It's not about, like, taking a side or playing for a team. Buddy, did I say fucking anything about the Democrats? I'm not a Democrat. Why? Why? Why do you people not understand the words that are coming out of my fucking mouth. It is not a coincidence that literally every globalist is a capitalist. You, I don't understand when people say globalist. Usually, first of all, first of all, globalist is a dog whistle for the Jews. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. And I ain't down with that. But if you want to talk about the capitalist system, man, you want to talk about the capitalist incentive, then we've got the answer for you. We can cure it over here. You tired of your jobs getting getting shipped overseas? That's cool. No, 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 there's no crony capitalists. Idiots always like to be like, no, it's crony capitalism. That's what capitalism is, my friend. Capitalism will always revert to monopolies, monopsonies, and fucking fascism. The capitalist incentive is to go and buy the government. Exactly, exactly. Quivering is hit the nail on the head. The Uniparty, the right-wing hyper-capitalist one. The party I'm trying to fight against. If you've got a better policy prescription, I'd love to hear it. But man, when I, when I get in contact with you guys, it's all you just want to jack yourselves off about how enlightened you are and just bitch about everybody. You don't actually have a policy prescription. That's what, like, if you're all about breaking the duopoly with the parties, I'm for it. But that takes hard work, and it starts on the local level. You gotta go get some fucking third parties elected on your county seats and your city seats and shit. You can't just run a third party on the presidential level and think you're gonna fucking win. You build that shit from the ground up. Who is in charge while our country goes to hell? Capitalists. Capitalists. You you have been conditioned by capitalist propaganda to blame the government for everything. But who controls the government? It's the Goldman Sachs of the world. It's the city banks. 
Those are the ones that are buying the politicians, dude. So cool. I'm down with you. Let's we will help you as best we can to to fucking fundraise and get mutual aid for for local projects. Do you get it? You came in here adversarial towards me. Do you get it? You start making assumptions about me being on on some left-right paradigm, but it seems like you're the one that's in the binary thought process here now, doesn't it? Fuck yeah, break up the monopolies. Hey, do you want to have a conversation? The chat has been talking about how we haven't had a call or a Discord chat in a long time. Would you like to hop on, actually? I, I won't be so mean. I'll smoke this bong over here. I'll let you have a mic. Come on, let's let's hear what you got to say, my friend. <laughs> Some motherfucker was like posted the definition of Dunning Kruger to me on 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 Twitter earlier. God, the fucking irony. But yeah, the chat has the chat has been uh, they've been longing for somebody to call or Discord in. Come on, my friend, I'd love to have a chit chat with you. Producer Dave got to have a chit chat with somebody last night, and they name dropped me. That's what we were watching. Actually, I, I have quite a few Warhammer 40k nerds, so I inevitably oh, end up is that Warhammer? 40K. Is that uh, mod in Justin's chat? Am I thinking of the same person? <laughs> <laughs> Boomer Dave over here doesn't know what Warhammer is. Dave, uh, the mod in my chat is producer Warlord. I'm, I'm not sure. Is that is mod and Justin another Twitch stream? Uh, Justin freaking act like you know. Act like you know. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just think that's a person that like argues with uh, another streamer we're friends with. I don't know. It could be a different person. Okay, yeah, I, it, I, I'm unfamiliar. Um, I think that's the other dude that um, Panda was talking about. Oh, he recognizes yeah. me. Justin, yeah, Justin Freakin is another Twitch stream, isn't he? The, the yes, I am. Or something. Yeah. Justin's cool yeah. as fuck. Oh, thank you, Dave. And, yeah, he, I, I won't kick you out of bed. No, he's on the platform. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> if you're feeling crazy because they came in here, you, you came. In if you're feeling like, adventurous, is the name of these motherfuckers. They are not on right now. Like, I would totally I be like, hey, come in and talk to me. Which, oh, I love it. I love it. My cancel Justin. We should all work together to make things better for the average person. But I don't. Simp throwing it up on the screen. Scenario from we should get it there. Throwing it up on the screen. We don't redistribute enough of it. You're DM. Steelers have six is DM, isn't it? I like to twerk for children. Warlord started the fucking clock. Fuck you. What the hell? 
I I listened to that whole uh, chit chat that Dave had with. If you're feeling adventurous, was their name? He kept he kept smacking his lips. I hate that. Fucking hate that. Drives me nuts. Oh fuck. God damn it. Just started the fucking clock. Alright, hold on. By the way, you you should have a whole slew of new emotes coming soon. Just as soon as Twitch approves them. Uh, it was requested last night, so I put this together, but I think I want to make a little change to it. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. I think I want the water hose and sponge person to come at the same time. Come at the same time. <laughs> you live in sexual anarchy? I didn't cuss, did I? Nothing sexual about twerking. Twerking in and of itself is not sexual. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. Buddy, over in Europe, a lot of uh, countries, they don't show violence on TV, but they'll show nudity. Because a lot of other countries don't have the sexual repression that we have, the puritanical nature that we have here in the U.S. Nobody's going to argue with me tonight. Does he? How does he lie? With a digital soundboard, how do I explain this? It's a source in OBS that I'm using. I'm doing it a di so like I used to have each drop set up, and that's why like some of you that have been around a while may notice that I'm a little bit slower being able to hit the drops since we've gone to the new layout. And it's because I'm doing them a different way. I used to actually have every different drop set up in a scene. To where I could just flip over. But my camera never moved before, right? So now my camera moves. So I can't do it that way. Since my camera moves back and forth. I can't do it the way I, I was doing it. I had to come up with a new way to do it. And unfortunately, it's, I've got a, like a long list of Because the more drops I get, the more... The longer it takes to... Was Dave on? You take your 33 and a third chance... Minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning. Um, we were watching Producer Dave because I got shouted out last night. Dave had a, a chud come in, and uh, Producer Dave thought Producer Warlord's name was uh, Warhammer. It was a funny little, it was a funny little section. Curiouser was here. Curiouser was here when I was doing the, uh, the wash drop. And I showed it to her. And I was like, what do you think? Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. 
He's like, that's really stupid. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Maynard wasn't impressed. <laughs> nope, no Maynard in here. The message is solid. The message is solid indeed. Kind of like what comes out your butt. Most days, most days. Some days it's not solid. What in the world? This show has gone off the rails. We're 30 minutes into this. We're already completely off the rails. We're supposed to be finding out what that news be doing. <laughs> this tiny one's going to be evergreen. So far, all of them have lasted. I think the, the Rush Limbaugh, I play it the least now. God, this has been the longest five minutes ever. Why you guys do this to me? Find out what that news be doing. See if I can make it, uh... I'll, I'll get to work on that. Let's find out what that news be doing. I've got a, uh, I've got emotes, emotes coming for you if Twitch will ever approve them. You got a what that news be doing emote. Weird that this hasn't gotten more attention. I saw it all over the news this morning and then like it just kind of faded. And it's time now for Worldview with ABC News foreign correspondent James Longman. James, Six people injured. That's what nobody died. Prosecutors say they're investigating after a stabbing attack at Paris's Gare du Nord uh, train station. We know at least six people are injured plus the suspect. What's the latest? Yeah, so Diane, this all kicked off around 6.45 this morning at Gare du Nord in Paris. Anybody who's visited the city will know that station well. It's probably the most uh, busiest city in uh, the busiest Unfortunately, station. Unfortunately, I've never visited. Country. He started his attack. He stabbed six people, uh, we understand, with uh, some kind of homemade weapon before he was brought down by police. More than one police officer had to open fire to... So it wasn't even a knife. He fashioned in, a shield. Uh, the hospital in a critical condition, as is one of his victims. Um, and the Paris prosecutor has said that there is no motive yet at this point. But it all feeds into a wider debate they're having in Paris at the moment about security ahead of the Olympics. That is next year. At the moment, a lot of private security firms are lined up to take part in, in that event. But a lot of people... Didn't we just have the... Oh, it's 2023. Next year's 2024. We just had the Olympics in 2020. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. We're calling for more police and the army to be on the streets, and no doubt... Didn't we just have the Olympics? ...in France at the moment. All right, over to, over to China now, James, where Chinese embassies have stopped issuing new visas for South Koreans and Japanese citizens. This is an apparent retaliation for COVID-19 measures those countries imposed on travelers from China. So what's the impact here, and could we see China do the same for other countries? Well, possibly, Diane, as is often the case, it's an economic impact. We saw that uh, during COVID itself. Uh, uh, China had some pretty severe I mean, that goes against the, the right-wing argument, right? Well, killers will just find a way to be able to kill you. There's knives, too. You're going to outlaw knives? 
Six people were injured in a stabbing attack. Now, can you kill people with a knife? Have we seen mass stabbing attacks? Yes, we have. They are not able to kill people with the impunity that they are with a gun. Speaking of guns, let's let's go ahead and go to this one. I'm going to hit the content warning. I, this is still a story. I can't even fathom that I'm having to say this. Six-year-old remains in custody after shooting his teacher. Things continued to swirl around the tragic shooting of a teacher in Newport News, Virginia, by a six-year-old student. I don't know what was going through that child's mind. He's six years old. He displayed a firearm, he pointed it, and he fired one round. Abby Zwerner was shot through her hand and the bullet landed in her chest. She's currently in stable condition at a local hospital. Bless Abby. Give her family the strength that they need to get through this. During a vigil in her honor, her fellow teachers called her a hero. She is thoughtful, she is caring. And she's one of the most amazing teachers that Apparently, the reason they're calling her a hero is that after she was shot, she still led children to safety to try to shelter them. I've been blessed to interact with. The student who brought the gun to school and fired it in class is being held at a medical facility under an emergency custody and temporary detention order. And while the authorities have said this shooting was, quote, not accidental, that doesn't necessarily mean it will be prosecuted as a crime. This really isn't a criminal matter. This is a matter of what are... What would be in the best interests of this child? Julie McConnell is a lawyer and the director of the Children's Defense Clinic at the University of Richmond. McConnell says for anyone to stand trial, they or, must be performing criminal intent. But the law generally recognizes that ability at seven years old. And that means the child has to understand the nature of the proceedings. Be able I don't think a seven-year-old can have criminal intent. What is wrong with this country? to assist his lawyer in pursuing the case, understand the role of a judge and a prosecutor, understand Tim, good evening. that he has a right to remain silent and not testify, that he has a right to appeal if he's convicted. Those are things that are complex legal um, factors that a six-year-old just would never be able to understand. Police say the firearm used in the shooting was legally purchased by the student's mother and criminal charges against her are certainly a possibility. That's what we need to be talking about. On any history, we need to, to check with uh, the school system on any behavioral issues they might have and put those together. In Virginia, it is illegal to, quote, recklessly leave a loaded, unsecured firearm within Here's the day. Good evening. 14, but McConnell believes if the parents are prosecuted, it will more than likely be for criminal negligence. That's only a misdemeanor um, statute, so that may not be what the prosecutor would be most inclined to pursue they would most likely look at the felony negligence statute. The shooting at Richmond. Negligent homicide, or I mean, it wasn't a homicide. Times, a firearm has been discharged on school property in the U.S. this year. There were 302 last year, including the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that left 19 elementary school kids and two teachers dead. According to a database that tracks shootings at K-12 schools, there's been three other shootings involving a six-year-old since 1970 including the fatal shooting of a six-year-old girl by her classmate in Michigan. 
Now, I asked Julie McConnell, who you heard from in the piece, if she doesn't expect criminal charges, what does she think will happen here? And she said if all parties can agree to it, they will more than likely enter a child in need of services petition, which essentially gives the judge a range of options from counseling to parenting classes to psychiatric evaluations for the parents or the students. And it also gives that judge the power to hold the parents or the child accountable if they are not fully participating in whatever the court decides, Jan. Well, good. At least they're not, like, holding him in a jail or something. That was what I was worried about when we, we did that story the other night. I, you know, right-wingers always talk about responsible gun owners. I don't think most people are responsible enough to own a gun. I've, I've, I've met a lot of people in my life, and the majority of them were not responsible enough to own a gun. So I'm going to have to, I know this is anecdotal, I'm going to have to assume that the majority of people are not responsible enough to own a gun. We're, we're lucky he's not in Texas. He could have gotten the death penalty. Texas executed somebody last night. But I got a little twist for you. You guys might support this one. The person executed in Texas last night was a cop. He refused to say anything, gave no last words. A Texas police officer was executed for hiring two hitmen to kill his wife 30 years ago after a contentious divorce. Robert Frada, 65 used to make his last statement before being given a lethal injection at the state penitentiary in Huntsville on Tuesday. Boys, we got another good cop on our hands because there's only one good kind of cop. He was pronounced dead at 7.49 p.m., 24 minutes after... Ooh. Ooh, 24 minutes after the dose of the powerful sedative pentobarbital began flowing into his arms. They tortured him. They tortured him. The court was previously told he set up the murder-for-hire plot in February of 1994. His 33-year-old wife, Farah, was shot twice in the head in the garage of her home in the suburb of Atascadita? I screwed... I fucked that one up. I can cuss again. Thank you. I fucked that one up big time. Atiscotica? I did not start the clock again. Fuck that. Her death followed a long custody battle over their three children. Prosecutor said Frata had repeatedly expressed his desire to see his wife dead and asked several acquaintances if they knew anyone who would kill her. Here's a picture of the scumbag. We're in court records. He told one friend, I'll just kill her and I'll do my time. And when I get out, I'll have my kids. Wow. Sir, you didn't get out. You're in Texas. His execution comes despite a judge issuing a temporary injunction against Texas Department of Criminal Justice intended to prevent them from injecting prisoners with expired and unsafe drugs. 
Rada was one of four death row inmates who launched a lawsuit against the state, but without success. The Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles last week also unanimously declined to commute his death sentence to a lesser uh, lesser penalty or to grant a 60-day reprieve. He was the first inmate put to death this year in the state and the second in the U.S. Eight other executions are scheduled in Texas for later this year. Thank you for your cervix, sir. Pack another one. High enough for this shit. Chaos in airports across the country this morning as the FAA grounded flights. Apparently some program they used was messing up. Let's get the story here. Thousands of flights and tens of thousands of travelers are still being impacted by a system-wide shutdown of the commercial airline industry. The FAA took the drastic step of grounding all domestic flights this morning. Unfortunately, I would assume there's not that many cops on death row. I'm sorry, Scott Comet. Good evening. I'm so glad to see you. ...are being asked, or rather asking the FAA... I think I did notice you. You first came in when I was like on a roll, didn't you? You came in when I was, I was giving like uh, that one dude what for, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I might want to clip this for YouTube. Chaos across the country as the FAA grounded all flights this morning because of a glitch in their system. Thousands of flights and tens of thousands of travelers are still being impacted by a system-wide shutdown of the commercial airline industry. The FAA took the drastic step of grounding all domestic flights this morning when a critical information system for pilots went down. Now the president and the secretary of transportation are being asked, or rather asking the FAA... Just another reason for them to get all upset at Mayor Pete. Jeff? Good evening, Stacey and Keith. The system-wide shutdown happened early this morning, but take a look at the flight board behind me. Still lots of red up there signifying many delayed flights impacting travelers here at Tampa International. Public funding of infrastructure sounds like a great idea. The color red signifying delayed or canceled flights. We were supposed to take off at 6.59 and then it was 7.30, 8.39. Ultimately, we took off at 9.30. Marin Paslik and a co-worker you got to take off. to Tampa from Washington, D.C. this morning for a work conference. We're hearing that everything is grounded domestically. They were among thousands impacted by the FAA's decision to ground all takeoffs. I mean, they did everything that they could at the ground stations. They were very clear that it had to be all airlines that were grounded by this, but it's a little scary to, to think that, you know, a communication system like that could go out. The FAA made the decision to ground all flights when a critical system that provides pre-flight information to pilots went down. This is a very big deal. Captain John Cox is a retired airline pilot. The John Cox of the Airline Pilots Association and a safety expert. He says pilots must have pre-flight information provided by the NOTAM system. Things such as runways being closed for maintenance, taxiways being closed for maintenance, 
uh, ground navigation transmitters that are down for maintenance. Captain Cox says it will be up to the FAA and the U.S. Department of Transportation to find out what we live in sexual anarchy. The architecture of the software, they will look at the servers, the hardware itself. No, 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 you got that wrong. Harry should be the first name, Richard the second name, and Cox the last name. That way it's uh, Harry Dick Cox. And they'll also look, does that need to be upgraded? It has been over the years, but does that need to be brought forward? Mr. Cox. Because of the huge number of flights all across the country impacted by this shutdown this morning, airline industry experts tell us it may take a day or more. Dude, why are you out here looking like Ralph Nader? Stacy. Jeff, you know, we're talking about a computer system. Do you think there's a possibility it could have been a hack of some? Fucking if Ralph Nader was on the case, we wouldn't have any flight delays. Ralph Nader's a goddamn hero. Some time, uh, some kind, designed to really shut Ralph Nader for Secretary of Transportation. So far, the president... Borg, I just think you're horny. The, judge, ...the Secretary of Transportation and the FAA have all said that it does not appear that this is an outside cyber attack. But so far, they have also not told us what caused this system-wide... <laughs> Stacy. All right, Jeff Patterson, live for us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff Patterson. We got to talk to Harry Cox for his, for his interview. Oh, wow. I, wow, wow. You know who I have for you next? Ironically, as we, as we hit the sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy. After, after hearing from Mr. Cox. Charlie Kirk, who, is he doing his show from home now? Like, didn't he have a better set than that? Like, looks like he's doing it from his college dorm room. What the hell? Charlie Kirk has a theory about what happened with the FAA this morning. And said what is more likely is who's in charge. Well, the person who's in charge of the Department of Transportation was picked solely because of his sexual preference. So when you hire personnel... No, 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 it was as a good buddy. He was promised a cabinet position because he was in the running to be president. And do you not know how this works? I thought you were a political commentator. The the dude was in the running to be president in order to form the coalition. He was given concessions by Biden in order to get his, his uh, electors in the primary and, and the, the promise that was made to him was transportation secretary, a cabinet position. That's that's how wheeling and dealing in politics works. Charlie Kirk, I don't think you're very bright. And said what is more likely is who's in charge? Well, the person who's in charge of the Department of Transportation was picked solely because... Well, not solely. Preference. So when you hire personnel based on lifestyle or melanin content, you... No, that is not... <laughs> You can make an argument that he was hired because of politics. He was not hired because of his sexual preference. That is the dumbest fucking argument I've ever heard. Should not be shocked. No one should be surprised when things start to fall apart. This is affirmative action at the top level. We said that with Pete Buttigieg. And by the way, and if I were to give some feedback to 
conservatives of all colors, but in particular, white conservatives. Well, I mean, like, over 90% of the Republican Party is white, so you're like, it's a very small percentage you'd be speaking to of another color, Charlie. The amount of white guilt, the discomfort that Christian, that conservatives have, sometimes Christians, about this issue gives you Pete Buttigieg. You might say, what? I'm reading a book on how you need to slow down your life, and he says one of the ways that you might struggle to unhurry your life is if you're a black person, that you're privileged to be able to slow down your life. And I say, what? And I, I recognize at that moment. It's that is true. That is absolutely true. It is a privilege to be able to slow down because a lot of people are working multiple jobs, have side hustles. Especially if you work in the service industry, which disproportionately is black. Charlie, you're an idiot. It's a book on a completely different topic. Completely different topic. That all of a sudden he introduces identity politics into it. And I actually think he believes it. He believes that... He believes it because it's true. ...have some sort of institutional privilege. And it is a lie. It's not just a little lie. It is a racist, bigoted lie. And because he lives in Portland, he is surrounded by so many white people that are afraid to speak truth about race that, hey, it's actually not about skin color. Maybe it's about fatherlessness or some very serious issues with black culture. Can't say that. What? No, just... What? What? Yes, sir. You can't say that because that's incredibly racist. If you're saying there's a problem with black culture, you're saying like it's inherent to black people. And there is nothing, nothing about them that is different than us. Physiologically, there is nothing different. The color of your skin makes no difference in how you are structured. Holy shit! I don't even know how these... I'm not racist, but there's a problem with, with, with black culture. There's a problem with, with black people. It's inherent to them. I'm not racist, though. Yeah, 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 that racist thing I just said. You can't say that racist thing. They'll call you racist. It's about race that, hey, it's actually not about skin color. Maybe it's about fatherlessness or some very serious issues with black culture. Can't say that. No, you just got to blame the white guy. Well, I mean, it's like, who's in charge, right? bunch of crusty old white fucks are in charge of everything. So maybe it is their fault. Where are the fathers, Charlie? It's almost like there was this racist policy amongst Republicans that Democrats signed on to in the 80s try to flood the streets with crack cocaine and to punish crack cocaine differently than regular cocaine. Because regular cocaine was a white people drug. Like, it's literally in our history, Charlie. 
But that's why they don't want you to study history. That's why they want to attack education. Oh. Yeah, it's been a wild one thus far. Oof. He's a roofie. That Christopher Rufo, man. That's a gigantic piece of shit. It's in our present, too. You're right, clinically. Absolutely. When we come back from the other side of the break, we come back on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about strikes. Strikes going on in New York. Strikes going on in the UK. More strikes going to be happening in February. You love to see it. Joe Biden had a hold of even more classified documents. Come on, man. Where do I even start? Where do I even start? Israel, my friend. No, they didn't directly come into your hood and make you shoot each other. Buddy. That's dumb. Of course they didn't come into your hood and make you shoot each other. Yeah, buddy, like... This is a complex fucking issue, dude. It's not just, oh, white people. Buddy... You want to talk about fatherlessness? Where are the fathers at? Yeah, this that's I don't know where to start. This is just such an overwhelming topic. They're in jail or dead. I wonder why. So once again, black people don't commit crimes at any higher rates than white people. They are policed far more heavily. Okay, here's the thing, dude. I'm not gonna I'm not going to entertain you saying you lived it. That's called anecdotes. I don't give a shit. What you think you saw, 
or your personal experience. That is not evidence of anything. One of the, I mean, this is following reconstruction. I mean, this is where do I even fucking start with this? Oh my god! First of all, first of all, if you're not if you're not subscribed, you're gonna get a commercial break. So my apologies. I'm not going anywhere. If you are subscribed. I'm going to try to take this on. But this is, this is. Okay, so my great grandfather was given land by the federal government. While African Americans were in bondage. This is a fact. This is, you know. Society has been structured for the benefit of a certain class of people. And it ain't black people. It ain't it ain't immigrants in a lot of ways. Following the Civil War, we had Reconstruction, in which a new type of slavery took hold. Where we had crop sharing. And we had a new penitentiary system. Slavery is outlawed in this country except as a as a penalty for a crime. So this allows the state to lock people up and extort their labor that way. So this is a multi this multifaceted problem we're talking about here. Also following reconstruction there were there were numerous black communities that thrived and built wealth. Uh, uh, Wilmington, South Carolina, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Tulsa was where Black Wall Street was. We destroyed those communities anytime. Communities of color started building wealth. We destroyed their communities. We, we, we bombed their communities in Wilmington, South Carolina, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we did it all over the country. And I'm just now up to like the the beginning of the 1900s. And on top of that, we've had policy on top of policy where redlining, where we demolish communities of color using the interstate highways. We we would uh, use right of way laws to be able to take people's houses from them. Israel, my man, I don't think you're very smart. I don't think you're a very smart man. And I I think you're... Oh my God. Okay, well, if the, if the KKK was made by the Democrats, why is it the Republicans... 
You're not smarter than me. You are a complete fucking dumbass. You are you are a fucking idiot. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Buddha B giving out the gift sub. Thank you. Why is it Republicans that are fighting to uh, that fought to keep the bust of the Grand Wizard of the KKK in the Tennessee State Capitol? Why was it Republicans that held a literal Nazi rally to stop the demolish uh, the demolishment of the Robert E. Lee statue? Man, I'm like I'm trying to explain history to you. And all of the cuz like man, there's just so much to go into. I didn't even get into Reagan and the CIA. I didn't get into the the FBI and uh, infiltrating the Black Panthers, assassinating Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. It's 917-830-4359. I mean, there's so much to get into. And like, it mocks his right that the parties switched, but that's even, that's, that's a oversimplification of what actually happened. The, the, the country used to be a lot, pockets of different factions. And Southern Democrats, Dixiecrats, switched. The Southern Democrats became Republicans. And that that is uh, easy to draw. Yeah, you mocks dominant but they always want to they always want to say well the party switch didn't happen. Technically that's true. There was no party switch. It was a specific coalition of racists that joined with the Republican party. Also, Helda Rose. Good evening, my friend. So glad to see you. If anybody else, Shelly. Shelly, good evening, my friend. No, exactly. The parties didn't fucking switch. Southern Democrats switched. Where is my proof of what? I can't play you, um... Ronald Reagan's campaign strategist saying the N-word over and over again, talking about how Republican policy is racist. Yes, there are plenty of Democrats that are racist. Come again. Buddy, I think you're fucking stupid, man. I really do. Yeah, Biden's a fucking racist, man. Biden has done many racist things in his life. Come on, man. You're not a bright person. Nixon Southern strategy. Well, I mean, like, I always bring up Lee Atwater because that was that was closer. 
I think you're not smart enough to comprehend politics, Israel. It worries me that people like you that have no goddamn idea what they're talking about, that don't have any sense of history or running for office. Right-wingers are goddamn morons. I'm serious. You guys astound me. You would think if you wanted to be interested in politics, you'd take the time to goddamn educate yourself. I don't ban him clinically. I'll leave him alone and I'll go back to news. No, the 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 moron snake is my own original design. Buddy, have you not listened to anything I fucking said? Holy shit. <laughs> you can't prove your point. I mean, I think I've done a pretty good job. But you keep moving the goalposts to other dumbass right-wing talking points. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep up, right? As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Oh. Buddy, buddy, buddy. If you want to have a conversation with me, you have to do it like you got to call in or you got to get in the Discord. This is done. We're going back to doing the news. But you really fucking dumb, man. You really fucking dumb. Nurses in New York on strike. New York City nurses are on strike, but the problems they face are seen nationwide, not just nationwide. I'm going to show you the same problems going on in the UK. Nurses at two of New York City's biggest hospitals are on the third day of their strike over contract negotiations. More than 7,000 uh, nurses from Mount Sinai Hospital in Manhattan and uh, Montefiore Medical Center in the Bronx have participated in walkouts this week. They're demanding not just salary increases, but improved staffing levels. Bosses have pushed us to strike by refusing to seriously consider our proposals to address the desperate crisis of unsafe staffing that harms our patients. This is according to the State Nurses Association. There are hundreds of unfilled nursing positions at the two striking hospitals. Striking workers say their hospitals have failed to hire and retain enough nurses, creating a staffing shortage that is reducing the quality of patient care. They've spoken of beds being left in overcrowded hallways and nurses being forced to care for some dozen patients at a time. Staffing issues are not unique to New York City, with one Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai official calling it a national workforce crisis. Devil, good evening, my friend. Plus, an aging population is straining the country's healthcare system, and we got a pandemic still going on, guys. U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics projects that the U.S. needs more than 275,000 additional, additional nurses 
from 2020 to 2030. Jennifer Minsk Kennedy is the president of the American Nurses Association, a professional organization. Emphasizing that a strike is a last resort, she told Morning Edition on Wednesday that the actions being taken in New York reflect the experiences and feelings of many nurses nationwide. What's going on today is that these work environment challenges have been predating COVID-19 and nurses have been experiencing many of these challenges for decades. The current strain of COVID-19 and other public health emergencies have only worsened many of these existing challenges and issues. She spoke with NPR's uh, Dwayne Brown about the roots of the problem and what it takes to solve it. So here is the rest of the interview. You guys can totally go check that out. And on TV, I totally would have played it. Now we're going to go to the UK where ambulance workers are going on strike and may be joined by some 100,000 more civil service workers come February. Loving it. Loving all this this, uh, worker action. Both shrank 0.3% in the third quarter. This comes as the Office for Budget Responsibility predicts the British economy will shrink even more in 2023. For more on this, I want to bring in John Quelch. He's the Dean of the University of Miami School of Business. That's what I get for going to Money Watch for the story about the strike. Order of the British Empire by Queen Elizabeth. Welcome to you, John. Thanks so much for joining us. So aside from consumers tightening their budgets, what factors are contributing to the slow economic growth in the UK? Uh, good morning. Joe Biden. Um, so inflation in particular in the UK has been running about 2% to 3% higher than in the US. Uh, this is really a function of uh, excess government spending. Uh, it's a function also of uh, the double whammy, if you like, of Brexit and the pandemic. Uh, and of course, the UK is also facing uh, the energy crunch that uh, uh, is being faced by uh, the entirety of Europe uh, in the uh, aftermath of the Ukraine-Russian conflict. Uh, so those... those- Finding a worker-centric article about this strike is difficult. Even Reuters, even Reuters wrote, UK ambulance strikes are terrifying for patients. Oh, that was, oh, that was Sunak saying that. Okay, they're quoting him, but that was the headline. UK ambulance strikes are terrifying for patients, says PM Sunak. Those are the underlying factors, and uh, it's a little bit... uh, Uh, unfortunate because uh, the UK has now registered two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth, which combined with the inflation and with a uh, weak uh, productivity record and a decline in investment, all of that means that uh, the UK economy is in what we call a stagflation uh, state at this point. Um, it's essential the Bank of England get a grip on the inflation. Devil, you make a very good point. That's what I, the story alluded to it, but didn't actually like come right out and say it. They strike in waves in order to be able to still uh, take care of their patients. It's like a walkout thing, and it's only like certain shifts that do it, so that they can still still be able to administer care because they do care about what they do. And that's why the interest rates are rising. Uh, But of course, there is the risk of uh, doing further long-term damage to the UK economy. 
Uh, but fuck the, fuck the UK's uh, economy. Is that uh, the new government of Rishi Sunak uh, is uh, stabilizing the, the situation as best it can. It's going to take uh, six to nine months for its work to... Uh, six to nine months. The economy. Nice. Uh, but it's certainly a much better position than we were in when the previous administration uh, uh, completely botched the uh, economic policy. And John, I wonder, what about the UK job market? How has the economic growth slowdown impacted the labor market in the UK? Uh, so what we've seen, Elaine, is that the the backlog that was related to uh, supply catching up with demand in the uh, the post. Israel, I'm not on at 8 p.m. on Friday. And I don't, I don't respect you. I think you're stupid. I have no respect for you at all. And the motherfucker says, stay blessed. So not only, not only are you politically a fucking idiot, philosophically you're a fucking idiot too. Yeah, dude, just because you cream pinder doesn't mean we care. I'm, I'm so fucking mean. I shouldn't be like, I don't respect you. Right-wingers always like to do that, too. They're like, oh, I think you're stupid, uh, blah, blah, blah. But I respect you. Stay blessed. And suck my balls. COVID surge era, um, that those backlogs have worked themselves through at this point. And so manufacturing companies in particular uh, be, are shedding jobs. And Clinically so going to shit on your flag like uh, you're breaking into Brazilian Congress. Uh, is now weakening, it's softening, and we are going to see more unemployment in that sector in particular. All right, John Quelch for us. John, thanks so much for your insight and analysis. We appreciate it. Pleasure, Elaine. Thank you. Yeah, fuck this dude. I don't, I don't. With some surprising Motherfucker. Guys, I want to show you what the. Maybe they just attached that video and that video wasn't supposed to be about the UK ambulance workers going on strike. Jesus. About 25,000. UK ambulance workers went on strike for the second time in less than a month on Wednesday. It was the latest in a series of industrial action across multiple sectors of the struggling British economy as key workers face pressure to increase their output right while uh, record inflation shrinks the purchasing power of their income. Health officials warned that Wednesday's strike would have a worse impact than previous ambulance worker walkout in December because more staff are walking out this time. They urge members of the public to call emergency services in the case of a life-threatening emergency, but said non-urgent cases would not be prioritized. They made it clear that some people would have to get to the hospitals on their own. The last few months have brought the biggest strikes the UK has seen in decades, disrupting train travel, nursing, ambulances, baggage handling, customs, and border uh, forces and other services. Yeah, dude, I wish you guys could learn to feel embarrassment.
you're not smart, man. Like, you're calling us dumb, and, like, you're not bright at all. Like, I wish you could learn to feel embarrassment. You have demonstrated no mastery of, of, of history, of politics, of civics. It worries me that people like you run for office. Yes, says me. Yes, says me. Dude who has been in the media business for over 20 years, who has a degree in political philosophy. Yes, says me. You are a dumb motherfucker. Right-wingers are morons. Ah, Mox, I really like... I don't want you to ban people. I want you to keep them around. But yeah, I, I have a hard, I have a hard time staying on topic. Curiouser wants to know about the gas stove, so let's go to it. This is a Fox News hit about gas stoves. Bill Cassidy, the Louisiana Republican Senator, Senate uh, Energy and Natural Resources Committee, Finance Committee. Bill Cassidy is a dumb motherfucker. Crucial committee. He's kind enough to join us, uh, Senator. Um, what can we do about this? Obviously, this was a unique problem, I understand. But we haven't seen anything like it since 9-11. It had a lot of folks very nervous. What do you think? Well, I'm struck. They can't control the border. They can't keep planes flying. But by golly, you're not going to use gas to cook. That is a good point. I wanted, I wanted to pick your brain on that gas stove thing, but on this... You know, uh, I know a good chunk of those infrastructure funds from the legislation were, were marked for airline. Advantage. Now, what they're talking about is that there was a recent study that dropped that apparently attributes childhood asthma, about 12 percent of childhood asthma to gas stoves. One in eight cases of asthma in the U.S. caused by gas stove pollution, according to a study. Emission of toxic chemicals and carcinogens from gas stoves, creating indoor pollution worse than car traffic. About one in eight cases of asthma in children in the U.S. is due to the pollution given off by cooking on gas stoves. New research has found, amid moves by Joe Biden's administration to consider the regulation or even banning of gas cookers and the sale to Americans. Now, this is probably going to be like... Um, We've seen some st some cities move to ban gas stoves, but it's like a, a, a phasing out issue, right? Like, it's not like the government's going to come and pull your gas stove out. It's that they're going to require the sale of gas stoves to be phased out. So like most, like the, in uh, Canada, where they're wanting to phase out internal combustion engines. It's a phasing thing that takes place over, like, uh, what, the next 15 years or something? So this, the, the Biden administration is considering... Considering uh, banning gas stoves. And this would be, like, a... a, a for regular households, because, like, I, I guess there's a case to be made that you might want to still cook on a gas stove in a restaurant... Because restaurants tend to prefer gas stoves, I believe, because they, you know, get hotter, they're faster, that sort of thing. Research has repeatedly found the emissions of toxic chemicals and carcinogens from gas stoves, even when they are turned off, is creating a miasma of indoor pollution that can be several times worse 
than the pollution experienced outdoor from car traffic and heavy industry. New study has now sketched out the risk being posed to children exposed to pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide that spews from the stoves, finding that 12.7% of all current cases of childhood asthma in the U.S. are due to the use of gas stoves. So, what we have is findings that say that gas stoves are more dangerous for your children than drag queens. Fox News and the rest of right-wing assholes who have been all upset about drag queens and your children think that gas stoves are no big deal. Uh, let's go to Bill Cassidy, the Louisiana Republican Senator, Senate uh, Energy and Natural Resources Committee, Finance Committee. He's on all the crucial committees, kind enough to join us. Uh, Senator, um, what can we do about Gordon, this? what's going on, my friend? Unique problem, I understand. We haven't seen anything like it since 9-11. I've had a lot of folks very... Kellen, nervous. Kellen, I believe I know who you are now that I, now that I see the rest of your name. They can't control the border. They can't keep planes flying. But by golly, you're not going to use gas to cook. <laughs> that, is it's like point. that is a good point. I wanted, I wanted to pick your... We're laughing about childhood asthma. <laughs> brain on that gas stove thing, but on this... You know, uh, I know a good chunk of those. Imagine if Fox News was around in the 70s. Asbestos isn't bad for your children. Ha 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 ha. Lead pain isn't going to affect your children's development. Ha 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 ha. Structure funds from the legislation were, were marked for airline advancements and upgrades. And for the FAA, it's a little naive of me to think that that money would already be spent and put to work, but it's certainly called for, isn't it? My children smoke as best. should have redundancy. But to, and, the, and the more important the system, the more redundancy should be built into it. The idea that when I read is that there was a systems update that did not work. Uh, I whoa, 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 whoa. Systems. I thought we were talking about gas stoves. You would update one, you'd keep the other running, you'd make sure that it was running well, and if not, you'd go to the redundant one, and then you would update the redundant one either their systems are bad microplastics aren't gonna hurt anything <laughs> there is really no excuse for a three-hour shutdown affecting thousands and thousands of flights uh in the united states of america i'm just wondering as well senator what it's going to do about people who are thinking of flying between this today all the problems with southwest before and before them frontier and before them Virtually everyone, it seemed, in the summer with all... Man, I get you want to talk about the downfalls of flying and the horrors of the airline industry. We can go back. This didn't just start recently, and I think it might have to do something with union busting with the airlines, mergers to where there there's, uh, what, eight less airlines than there were 20 years ago? All the difficulties and long lines that people might think twice about flying in general, um, that could have clear economic implications. Are you worried? It, it, it could, but uh, but frankly, uh, Americans have become so used to commuting by airplane. Uh, I, I imagine- I'll go with, I okay, uh, Porg, and you're incredibly horny tonight. I will go with uh, Cassidy's tie is nice. I like Bill Cassidy's tie. Or for this to happen. Um, but on the other hand, this is an unforced error. 
There is no reason why the federal government should not have redundancy in their systems. Any CEO of a company that's well run would have had that, and those who don't end up getting rightfully criticized. Buddy, uh, I don't think we have a well run company in this in this country. The buck has to stop with him. All right, let's talk a little bit about this gas stove thing because it's a bit of a leap to sort of ban their sales outright. Um, and I'm, I'm just wondering what Republicans plan to do about that. It would be a phasing out. First, in Louisiana, we use gas to make roux for our gumbos and our etouffees. And so it actually does cook in a superior fashion, according to my wife. And she's the. I believe there are pros and cons as someone who cooks and just recently got my first exposure to a gas stove. I've not I've not cooked all that much on it. But there are pros and cons to gas stoves and electric stoves. I believe electric stoves, uh, their surface cooks more evenly than a gas stove. (laughs) Uh, But one of your interviewers, he pointed out that this is really a backdoor way to go after natural gas. Let's just strip it away. Let's just take away the childhood asthma kind of, yeah, right. Um, No, this is their kind of, what can we do to inhibit the role of you you gotta love a oh, childhood asthma no big deal you gotta love how he just brushes it off gas in our economy even though because even though because we in the united states have used natural gas instead of coal we've actually decreased our emissions down to less than the emissions we had in 2005 despite a bigger economy more people and more manufacturing this administration can't control the border they can't take care of the airplanes, but by golly, they're going to go after fossil fuel. And I think that's the way you have to approach this. And it's going to damage the rest of the economy, but I'm not sure they care. I don't. Yeah, well, I do not give a shit about your economy. Do not give a shit. I give a shit about, you know, children's health. I give a shit about workers' rights. I Because economy just means how rich people are doing. So you're right. I do not give two shits about the economy. Uh, matter of fact, I cheer on the workers who are striking, and I am looking forward to February 1st. On February 1st, 100,000. 100,000 United Kingdom civil servants strike. Public and Commercial Services Union announces a one-day strike over jobs, pay, and conditions. More than 100,000 civil servants will join one-day strike action on the 1st of February in a major escalation of action by the PCS Union. The union members will take action across 124 government departments with a further 33,000 balloting again on joining strike action from five more departments, including HMRC. That is not HRC, Hillary Rodham Clinton. That is HMRC. I have no clue what that's an acronym for. I tried to think about it. HM Revenue and Customs is a non-ministerial department of the UK government responsible for the collection of taxes. So this is their uh, IRS. 
The action will take place on the TUC's National Day of Action and will be the largest civil, uh, civil service strike for many years, stepping up a month of strikes over pay, pensions, redundancy terms, and job security. Hillary Michelle Rodham Clinton. Come on, man. Conservatives may very well start doing like, uh, what, what do they call it when they uh, roll coal? Is that is that what they call it when they're uh, doing the emissions from their trucks? They'll, they'll just start running their gas stoves to own the libs. Just like, just like Diamond probably died of COVID to own the libs. Now, do not let it be said that I don't uh, highlight stories that are uh, detrimental to Democrats. I most certainly do, because fuck Democrats. And we find out what that news be doing here. We find out what that news be doing. Sky Comet back just in time to hear about Biden's newest batch of classified documents he was caught with. Welcome back. We are following some breaking news. NBC News has learned from a person familiar with the investigation that aides to President Biden have now found a second batch. Let me let me be perfectly clear. Let me be perfectly clear about uh, Diamond. We don't know that she died of COVID. There was a report uh, in no she in November. She was in the hospital. I have the I have the tweet here. In November, she was in the hospital. November 26th, this was on Thanksgiving. Anyone who believes in the power of prayer, please pray for Diamond. A news outlet called Blavity or Blavity or whatever uh, reported that she had COVID. But that report has been taken down. We don't know for sure that she had COVID. So that is just me speculating when I said that. Somebody fucking text messaged. I said, hello, sir. Hello. Hello, whoever texted me. <laughs> hello, how are you? So I just, I, I wanted to stress that because I don't, I don't want to be accused of spreading, of spreading fake news. I do not do that. I did put together a, a short for YouTube and TikTok. Unfortunately, it got taken down from TikTok. Uh, my short got taken down from TikTok for some reason. I don't know why. I also can't control the shorts. Fucking. Okay. Oh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, week. Well, we found out that he worked. He used to work for Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe you should go back and report news to them donuts. What, do they, what problem do they have with Dunkin' Donuts? America runs on Dunkin'. Now, former President Trump announced Diamond's passing on Truth Social, calling the death unexpected. There were reports that Diamond had COVID back around Thanksgiving. Uh, apparently that report has been taken down, whatever, whatever website reported that originally. This week we lost uh, Diamond of famed duo Diamond and Silk. Uh, Famed duo. And saying there was no better team anywhere or at any time, calling her our magnificent diamond. As well, oh, yeah, they were a regular Laurel and Hardy. How did she fight for freedom, love, or humanity at all? 
She's just an internet grifter. That is all that woman was. Diamond was the one. I just, I wanted to show off my photoshopping of the casket. Also, like, I probably spent way too much time on that picture of them as Laurel and Hardy. God damn, it cracked me up, though. Look at that shit. <laughs> Look at that. I cracked myself up. But I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to be clear. We don't know for a fact that she died of COVID. Seemed like poetic justice, though. All right, so. Come on, man. Oh, thank you, Mox. Better than any bit they actually did. Oh, thank you. That got taken down from TikTok, though. Somehow that violated TikTok's community standards. Amos and Andy might be more on the nose. Because they were awfully racist. Second batch of classified documents has been found by Joe Biden's aides. Come on, man. What the fuck is up with you, Joe Biden? News has learned from a person familiar with the investigation that aides to President Biden have now found a second batch of classified documents at a new location. This, of course, comes just two days after we first learned that the Justice Department was reviewing classified documents found in an office space Biden used after the Obama administration ended. Those documents were found in November, just a few days before the midterms. White House did not return a request for comment, but President Biden told reporters yesterday in Mexico City that he was surprised when he first learned about the classified documents found at his old D.C. office. He doesn't know what's going on. About this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And uh, there'll be more detail at that time. Uh, let me turn to our Justice and Intelligence correspondent, Ken Delaney, and he just broke this story. He joins me now from the Justice Department, and we've got Harry Lippman with us. He's a former U.S. Attorney and Deputy Assistant Attorney General during the Clinton years, now a legal columnist for the L.A. Times, and knows you, Harry uh, Richard? the type of precarious politics sometimes that the top of a Justice Department has to deal with. But uh, let me start with you, Ken. Um, they found more docs. Is this the Biden administration being more forthcoming, or were they found by a third party? Our understanding, Chuck, and, and there's some holes in what we know about yeah, this, Chuck. obviously, and this is reporting with our colleagues Carol Lee and Mike Memley, is that after this discovery in November of the classified documents at the Penn Biden Center, uh, the Biden team, private aides and uh, lawyers for uh, President Biden, started conducting a thorough search of every possible location to make sure there weren't other classified documents hanging out there that were packed after the end of the Obama administration. And what we're told is that they found at least one additional batch of classified documents. Now, this doesn't really speak to the question of 
you know, why this happened, how this happened, whether there was any nefarious intent, whether there's a criminal investigation that's merited here. But it does sort of broaden the headache, mm-hmm. I think, that this story is going to create for the Biden yep. administration. Because at the very least, it suggests a sloppy process where class... Remember our friend, Kami Trashbag or whatever he was, uh, that was in here last night talking about Biden's classified documents? He sent me multiple PMs linking me to right-wing assholes like Benny Johnson talking about this documents got to places they shouldn't have been at the end of the Obama administration and we're only now learning about it thanks for watching our YouTube channel you're welcome Lester I guess we don't really have any more details maybe we'll have an update come tomorrow I don't think there's much to this scandal Definitely not a good look for Biden, especially if the Justice Department is going to prosecute Trump based on his handling of classified documents. Once again, we have evidence that every president seems to somehow end up with classified documents. Clinton did it. Obama did it. Trump did it, but here's the thing is we think there was something nefarious going on with Trump because he spent over a year fighting the National Archives about returning the documents. So something more is going on there. That's why the the Trump handling of classified documents is different. But right-wingers, right-wingers don't do nuance. Let's talk about the Republican agenda in Congress. Wanton misappropriation. Misappropriate those wontons into my mouth. Fucking Lauren Boebert. No, we're not fucking Lauren Boebert. That's not happening. You live in sexual anarchy? I do not live in in enough sexual anarchy for that. Sorry. Speaking of congressional Republicans, let's talk about the Republican agenda in Congress. You may remember Representative Donalds, who was nominated by the Freedom Cock on more than a few ballots. The fight for the Speaker of the House last week, Donalds went on with Joy Reid. You know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035. It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. Will. That, that is, is actually not true. No, it's actually not true. Now, it's actually not true. It's actually not true. But it's actually not true. The financial community. I That's actually not true. That's actually not true. Social Security will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not? If if the Congress doesn't act, it's going to go insolvent. That's not true. What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I don't think that people, that's not what they paid into. If you look at the returns of the S&P 500 since 2006, the returns of the S&P 500 since 2006, Okay, so you support privatizing Social Security. I want to explain to you. I am a financial professional. I'm securities license. Actually, I just lost my motherfucker. I hate. I hate appeals to false authority. You you may be first of all. Financial people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. There's not a single goddamn financial person out there that knows a thing about what he's talking about. All this, the economy, financial shit, it's all made up. Nobody knows what the fuck is anything. I have come to that conclusion. <laughs> 
I know about as much about the economy as any fucking economist. And it's because it's all fucking made up. Nobody knows shit about anything. So you acting like you're some fucking professional. And yes, remove the fucking cap. You fix Social Security. Right now, uh, and I don't even know what the cap's set at right now. 130 grand. Maybe you can you can uh, refer. They might have upped it to like 200 grand. But like there is a cap on on taxable income. Just remove that cap and tax all fucking income towards Social Security and you fix it. You fix the problem. But sir, you being a, a financial expert or licensed and blah, blah, blah doesn't mean shit to me because Aina, you all know about as much as Scott Steiner when it comes to economics. You take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning. Yes, I lived through uh, George Bush's, what, 50 stops and 50 days Social Security privatization tour in 2005. It's 160 k That's the cap right now. You lift that, you, you fix it. Social Security isn't insolvent. So if you're upset about Social Security being insolvent, sir, there's, there's the issue. There, there's, there's the problem. Vote to, vote to uh, uh, release the cap my licenses because I'm not allowed to trade anymore because I'm a member of Congress. Mm -hmm. But let me assure you, if you look at the S&P 500 from 2006 until today, the growth rate in the S&P 500 would have more than taken care of Social Security, way more than the federal government. And each time that you had a crash, it would subject people's Social Security funds to crash. Hold on a second. So let me just hold on a second. We're not going to have a whole long thing on Social Security. But let me just be clear. You and you are in favor of privatizing Social Security. No, I'm not in favor. But you just argued for it. I said you you just argued. And I brought you the facts. But so you are S&P 500. So if a bill came forward to privatize Social Security, you'd be for it. No, because what we should be doing. Okay. Then it's a moot point. Then it's a moot point. It's not a moot point. You're trying to put words in my mouth. I'm but you to just explained that the S and P would be the a S&P better return than Social Security. Given better returns so than you're for privatizing. That is a fact. Okay. So don't don't cheapen privatization when the data is crystal clear that the returns would have been better. Okay. You're for it. You said that you're for it. That means that it would have been a better situation than what we've seen to this point. Let's. Right-wingers are morons. This dude seems sharp, though. He's not your he's not your normal. I mean, he's still a moron. But he is broader than the usual Republican, I'd have to say. But that's that's a low bar. As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Sorry to judge you, not by your skin color, but by your party affiliation, sir. I'm just, I'm just under the impression that all Republicans are lying sacks of stupid shit. Kind of like George Santos. New York Republicans call on Santos to resign and give up his house seat. Republican leaders from Long Island condemned Representative George Santos Wednesday as a pathological liar and demanded he give up his House seat he won in November. Santos, a political newcomer, lied about much of his personal and professional biography, making false claims about his Jewish heritage, and inventing a story about his family escaping the Holocaust ahead of World War II. That wasn't all he said. He said his family first fled Stalin in Russia and then fled the Holocaust in Germany. George Santos does not have the ability to serve here in the House of Representatives and should resign. This is according to New York Representative Anthony D'Esposito, a Republican who appeared at the event via a link from Washington. 
Local GOP officials said they would refuse to work with Santos's office and will instead route any federal concerns through Diaz-Pizzito's office. Asked by reporters in Washington, Santos had this to say. Congressman Santos, will you resign? I will not. Will you step down? I will not. Congressman Santos, will you resign? I will not. Will you step down? I will not. I mean, the New York Democrats really didn't take that race seriously. That That is probably a seat that should not have gone to this asshole. And what kind of, what kind of opposition research were they doing? Also coming out about Santos today, he lied, surprise, surprise, about being a decorated college volleyball player. So, the chair of the Nassau County GOP claimed that Santos once told him he'd been a star on the Baroque College volleyball team and that they won the league championship. He never went to Baroque College. The fact that this happened in a vetting interview, I think, tells a story about someone other than George Santos. This dude says he also claimed he was a professor at UPenn. Oh, wait, that was Biden. Biden really was a, like, a fellowship or whatever the fuck, wasn't he? Uh, this whataboutism is weird to me. Here's a Republican who has lied about everything, and this motherfucker wants to bring up something Joe Biden didn't lie about. Weird. Come on, man. What the fuck? What is wrong with these people? Representative McCarthy, House Speaker McCarthy. God, that's going to take some getting used to. Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy was asked about Santos and what he's going to do about him. Here's what he had to say. County GOP call on him to resign today. Does that affect your thinking at all? What do you intend to do about Congressman Santos? I try to stick by the Constitution. The voters elected him to serve. If there is a concern and he has to go through the ethics, we'll let him move through that. Uh, but right now, the voters have, have a voice in the decisions, not where people pick and choose based upon what somebody's press has. Would you, um, so he will continue to serve. Would you, are you going to take any action against him at this point? Are any of these allegations acceptable to you? What are the charges against him? Fucking lying, dude. Well, I mean, is there a charge against him? You know, in America today, you're innocent until proven guilty. 
Man, man, I've heard that in relation to Trump. I've heard that in relation to Andrew Tate. You would think a U.S. lawmaker, a lawmaker, a lawmaker like Kevin McCarthy would understand the concept of innocent until proven guilty. It is the courts who have the responsibility to prove you guilty. The state has the responsibility to prove you guilty in a criminal trial. That is all that statement means. It is not applicable to public opinion. It is not applicable to what... Because, like, I get that a fucking lot. They're like, oh, don't you believe in innocent until proven guilty? Motherfucker, that has nothing to do with my opinion. I get to have opinions about people and their guilt. I 100% think Trump is guilty. There is nothing stopping me from saying that George Santos is guilty of all the accusations against him. This is guilty... In the colloquial sense, not guilty in the legal sense. These are two different things, motherfuckers. I have no obligation to consider somebody innocent until proven guilty. And by the way, George Santos has been proven guilty. Goldman Sachs says they have no record of him. Baruch College says they have no record of him. Citibank says they have no record of him. His ex-boyfriend, apparently that's the only thing he didn't lie about, was being gay. Even though he was married to a woman. His ex-boyfriend says there's more things he's lying about that the public doesn't know about yet. His family fled the Holocaust. His family fled Stalin. His mom died in 9-11. He's been proven guilty on all those charges, Kevin McCarthy. Come Come on, on, man. man. OJ Simpson and Kyle Rittenhouse are both murderers. I get to have that opinion. Citibank has a record of you working there. Well, that, that, okay. Did you actually work for Citibank or were you a subsidiary? Were you a contractor? Uh, did you work at like one of the call centers that contracts for Citibank? Because I feel like that's what George Santos. I think George Santos probably worked for a call center that contracted for Citibank. Now, there is nothing wrong with lying on your resume, apparently, because... It would seem everybody... I have never once lied on my resume, but I'm going to start doing... I need to update my resume right now. Motherfuck. And here's one thing. is like somebody put on my... A Justin Mullins that worked for Uncharted, the video game, put on my IMDB that I was like lead sound director or, or lead sound technician for Uncharted. I'm running with that now. I worked for Naughty Dog, motherfuckers. I didn't I didn't embellish my IMDB. Another Justin Mullins did. He just put it on the wrong IMDB and it ended up on mine. So that's going on my resume now. And what else am I going to make up? 
Uh, I was regional manager for Portrait Company of America. It doesn't exist anymore. Who's going to verify that? Yeah, it's on IMDb. I didn't make it up. <laughs> and here's the thing. Sound design. It's I have a sound design credit for Naughty Dog. Here's the thing is I have other sound credits on my IMDb that are actually mine. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that I worked for Naughty Dog now, is it? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, like a lot of companies I work like Olin Mills. Olin Mills doesn't really exist anymore. Now, I think the name is still floating around out there, but the actual company got bought out by CPI, Corporate... Corporate... Portraiture International? Company Portrait International or something? That company exists, but Olin Mills doesn't exist anymore, so I can make up whatever the fuck I did at Olin Mills, right? Oh, new Trump, uh, new Trump statement just dropped. The campaign for 2024. Heating up as we have a new message from the front runner for the Republican Party. One Mr. Donald Trump. Hit us with it. The now famous Twitter files have proven beyond all doubt that officials at the FBI have been coordinating a massive censorship, surveillance, and propaganda campaign against the American people and, frankly, against me. In the most recent and notorious example, the FBI worked to stop the truth from being told about the Biden family's criminality. They worked so hard to stop it from coming out and the corruption prior to the 20... The Twitter files also showed that your administration, while you were in office, did the exact same thing. The 20 election, they didn't want any bad information. Oh man, these weird camera cuts. Biden family, the fix was in, the election was rigged, but the censorship of the laptop from YouTube, YouTube, the election was not rigged. I forgot. I've got I've got to watch out for information, misinformation here. YouTube, the election was not rigged. Donald Trump is an idiot. About the weaponization of government against free speech. We must have free speech in our country. We must have a fair and free press. As recent reporting shows, The FBI and other rogue agencies have been systematically colluding with former national security officials placed in high positions at Twitter and very likely other companies to advance their censorship regime, which is really, in this case, to steal. I wish I could see his hands right now. This anti-American effort and a very illegal effort at that has been working to silence dissenting opinions on COVID and crucial issues on public health and on the election and elections in the future. They suppressed doctors and health experts who dared to question approved public health narratives. They censored voices who criticized school closures, lockdowns, and mandates. And they... You. You censored public health experts during COVID. You specifically did that. Even banned people simply for stating proven science. Shelly, I'm sorry I'm hitting you with it. I probably should have hit the content warning. 
You're probably going to see a lot more Trump on my stream than anywhere else. I'm, I'm glad fucking nobody's really paying attention to him anymore. We just do it to mock him. Fick facts. And anything bad about China, they didn't want out. But anything bad about Biden and the Biden crime family, and that's what it was. Just look at the laptop from hell. They didn't want that coming out under any circumstances. What the You had a Chinese bank account while you were in office. We found this out from your taxes. God damn. They wanted coming out was anything bad about your favorite president, me. Anything bad about Trump, put it out. Even oh, did you, did you say you needed a trigger warning for Ted Cruz? You need a trigger warning for Ted Cruz. Uh, funny you should say that. Didn't want anything coming out about Trump. That here, where is it? Yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Lost it again. Here on my TikTok page. Uh, uh, uh I gotta give you a content warning. This is where <laughs> you guys have told me in the past that I am supposed to give you a content warning anytime this guy pops up on screen. So, fair enough. Content warning. Senator Ted Cruz calls out Trump for not opening up his war chest to support Republicans in tight races. Because, you know, as if a Donald Trump is going to give money to other people. Exactly. As if Donald Trump's going to give money to other people. Even if it's not true. But this all had nothing Fucking to do Kevin with Sorbo. It had nothing to do with saving lives. It had everything to do with politics or a sick ideology. This was about government working with powerful corporations to seize power over you, the American people. And we can't let that continue. It's capitalism. Files prove that we urgently need my plan to dismantle the illegal censorship regime. A regime like nobody's ever seen in the history of our country or most other countries for that matter. Come on, man. To prosecute the perpetrators for their crimes and to restore free speech for all Americans. So important. We need a free press. Even if I take uh, the Twitter files at face value, which I don't, what crimes? I've read them. What fucking crimes? We need free speech. We need fair elections. And we need borders. The new Congress should immediately hold hearings to investigate the role of the FBI and other federal agencies in censoring lawful speech. Congressional leaders should promptly issue support shit indeed. in furtherance of this goal. The revelations also highlight why my proposal to end the revolving door between the deep state and there is a deep state indeed. I wasn't. Yeah, we heard Ryan Zinke talking about it. It's so weird that the Interior Secretary talking about how there's a deep state in this country. I'm a believer, but everybody's a believer right now. And the tech tyrants is so important. There must be a seven year cooling off period before any employee of these powerful agencies is allowed to take a job at a major platform. When I'm president, we will take back. I like the seven year period. 
Let's do it with like finance and, and Goldman Sachs and Citibank. Carlos, what is up, my friend? Let's do it with a lot of industry. It doesn't just have to do deep stake. Box, remind me. I'm going to make a deep stake drop. Apparently, deep stake is going to come up a lot. Lula or Bolsonaro? Lula is the president of Brazil. Bolsonaro is a dumb fuck that's hiding out in Florida. Looking like an idiot eating KFC the other day. You want me to show you the picture? Where's my picture of Lula eating... Or I'm eating Lula. Where's my picture of Bolsonaro eating KFC at a fast food joint in Orlando? Here we go. There you go. That's the former president of Brazil right there. Not even going to one of the good chicken outlets. Motherfucker. Bojangles. Popeyes. Zaxby's. Hell, even Chick-fil-A is better than KFC. Yeah, apparently, uh, he went to the hospital the other day for abdominal pain. Somebody stabbed him. Somebody stabbed him a couple years back. Probably deserved it. <laughs> Don't recognize him without a gown and IV on because he's had COVID so many times. <laughs> look at this. Look at this dumbass. Right-wingers are pathetic morons. We're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Vince McMahon and the WWE. You guys know how much I love wrestling. And uh, I'm probably going to hit the Seth Rollins uh, commercial just for that. But I'm I might not want to go to work for WWE and their creative department anymore uh, if they're going to be owned by Saudi Arabia. Just saying, just saying. I've got I've got ethics. I've got standards. Viral video showed a man spraying a woman with a water hose. He says he says he's extremely sorry. We're going to talk about the Mega Millions jackpot, and I've got video of some raccoons to show you. All that more on the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol Live. I was breaking up a little pot here. I thought there was one more. I thought there was like a, a podcast spot after that. Carlos, my friend, what's going on? What don't you understand? I'll do my best to explain. I am the new media messiah, the Buddha broadcasting, the minister of mischief, the most controversial voice in all of America. I, uh, have I talked to you guys about the, the time I dropped some acid? Philip. Who's Philip? I have to go back and look and see who Philip is. I don't know what Philip you're talking about.
I dropped some acid at the end of my college career. And that's where I dropped a lot of the Justin Freakin' Mullins. Thought that was pretentious. I thought the multiple uh, nicknames was pretentious. With a pepper in the bowl? Motherfuckers out here smoking uh, fucking peppers? Pepperoncinis? Hot peppers? What the... What? Oh, um... Philip didn't have a video, did he? You're talking about the end of the, uh, the Man Up Monday? I think I actually... I'm going to have to go back and look at it now. See, that was break number two. And that was the end of this, wasn't it? Oh, Philip is down there in the... You think you can telepathically communicate with the deity and you have the audacity to say somebody else has a mental disorder. For the love of God. I did flip that around, though. I, 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 I flipped... Mental disorder. For some for the reason, love of God, I'm I'm almost positive that I put those in different places. That I that in the feed I was somewhere else, and easy believing was where I am or something. And I don't remember why I did it, but I did switch it. Like it's not the feed the way Ben Martin had it. He wanted to show off his flag, apparently. Notice how they all have flags. They've all got American flags behind them. Now, you can't see it in my shop, but I had the right-wingers or morons flag behind me. Back before I lost my flag. I like the monitor better. The monitor was something I was thinking about doing for a long time. Well, Ben Martin was the only one on there that actually was doing that, you know, somewhat uh, professionally. Call it that. Cox. Everybody, everybody look at J.R. Bolsonaro. Laugh at him. So you can buy a right-wingers and morons flag off of the freak store, but I had actually, I spent like a hundred dollars on that flag that used to be behind me. Like I had it made from a company and shit. It was a nice flag. I'm sorry, Buddha Bean. I don't take requests. <laughs> He's going to town on that chicken. No, it's uh. The no, the no link thing is just to stop people from, you know, spamming their, uh, their sites. Like the, the people from Cozy TV used to come in here and they'd be like, oh, Cozy TV, Dalton Caldfelder and blah, blah, blah. Do hop in the Discord and, and throw some links around. And then also, like, usually I'm doing, uh, like... I, 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 
when I put a show together, like everything kind of flows. So I'm like, the story you may be linking me to could totally be good, maybe good video and shit. But like, a lot of times I'm I'm going in order and I've I've selected stories to have a certain flow and shit. But please drop some shit in the Discord. I do go in there and look at, and I need, I need to look at like gaming with the gays and the music chat. And I need to look at that shit more. I hop in the main chat at least a couple times a day. <laughs> you want somebody who looks at you the way JR looks at his five piece. You think you went for the regular recipe or the extra tasty crispy? I personally like a regular, I like a crispy chicken. But when it comes to KFC, the regular is just better. But also, KFC has went downhill. I'm from Kentucky, and I don't like KFC fucking chicken. As I said, every other chicken place is better. Motherfucker goes to a KFC instead of a Zaxby's. Even a Chick-fil-A. Bigoted chicken tastes better than KFC. But Bojangles. Popeyes. You couldn't get... You- I once told Sparkles that I'd never been to Bojangles. And Sparkles looked at me and said, I know that's not true because you've been to Bojangles with me twice. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the the Here's the thing is the, the Colonel, he didn't like what KFC become after he sold it. And, like, KFC had to sue the colonel. Like, it's a very interesting story. To, like, shut him the fuck up. You know, I've never had a church's chicken that I can remember. I need to start prefacing that. Like, that I remember having church's chicken. Because... <laughs> I told my best friend, Jesse, I said, I've never seen an Austin Powers movie. And he looked at me and said, dumb shit. You went and saw the third one with me in the theaters. I was like, oh shit. Don't remember that at all. (laughs) I don't remember shit about that movie. For those of you, for those of you that haven't been around, there's sometimes I will say things and I'm, 100% 100% certain of what I'm saying, but I have a horrid memory. So that's why I don't remember going to Bojangles or seeing an Austin Powers movie. <laughs> I I believe the things I'm saying when I say them. Call me out on them. Bolsonaro be like do they not have KFC in Brazil is this like his first like I want to go visit the colonel because I've never had it before there's a KFC in Brazil Indiana The first KFCs uh, in Brazil opened in 2003. But they're not operated by Yum Brands, apparently. Brazil Fast Food Corp. 
owns and operates both directly and through franchisees. There is no KFC in Norway. Apparently chicken is far more expensive in Norway. Why? Why are we learning about this shit? Oh God, Trump was still up on my screen. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know who owns that. I, I'm not exactly sure who owns the WWE either at this time. The face of the WWE now, then, and forever, Jabroni. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the Iron Sheik. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He will fuck you in the ass and make you humble. But, 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 before, before the Iron Sheik fucks you in the ass, be sure to wash it. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. Be sure to douche before you have anal intercourse with people. Vince McMahon is being sued. Apparently by shareholders or a shareholder in relation to the turmoil it is going on with the WWE right now. Vince McMahon's return to WWE helm draws investor litigation. We are just over a week since uh, Vince McMahon has come back into power. A hostile takeover of his own company. WWE Inc. Chief Vince McMahon, who returned to the company in early January after resigning amid a wave of sexual harassment allegations, is facing investor litigation over claims that he pushed aside the board to illegally install himself as chairman. A shareholder sued McMahon in Delaware's Chancery Court, accusing him of wielding his 81% voting control to oust three board members replace them with loyalists, and push through bylaw changes that would impose his will on the board of WWE. That's exactly what happened. Now, whether that's illegal or not is to be determined. Apparently, he had the, uh, the ability to do this. The dispute Tuesday comes about six months after McMahon stepped down as chairman and CEO in the face of allegations that he had paid $12 million over more than 15 years to keep a lid on sexual harassment accusations by women both within and outside the company. McMahon's recent moves have reinserted him as the head of WWE, uh, the royal family he spent decades leading both behind the scenes and on screen. His daughter, Stephanie McMahon, who resigned as co-CEO and chairwoman on Tuesday, is married to another top executive, former WWE champion Paul Triple H Levesque. According to the proposed class action, McMahon timed his return to seize control of upcoming negotiations over the company's expiring media rights, the lifeblood of the business, and forced his way back by leveraging a threat to withhold support for any deal reached without his participation. Apparently, his controlling stock allowed him to veto any sale of the company. That is how he has inserted himself back in as chairman of the board, by saying, I'm not going to let a sale go through unless I'm the chairman of the board. 
But the move to take complete personal control over any major corporate decision by adding his cronies to the board violates Delaware law, the suit says. Triple H had assumed the role of chief uh, COO, chief operating officer of the company, and was overseeing creative. The company has been so much better, so much better with Triple H in control. Sassy, good evening. I was hoping Triple H would retain power. But unfortunately, it seems like what is going on is that Vince McMahon is wanting to take back control of the company, sell it to a private entity that would allow him to remain in control. He wants to work until he dies. Go ahead and run down the story thus far. This is the Bleacher Report. This is this is McMahon coming to the ring and addressing the WWE Universe. When the allegations happened. So I'm, I'm going to turn down the audio as to not get a copyright from WWE. But this is fucking Vince. Coming out the day the allegations happened. Acting like nothing was going on. He's still in control. Let's take bets on how long it's going to be before this motherfucker is back on WWE TV. Apparently, apparently there were a lot of last minute changes to Raw on Monday night. Which means he's probably back in control of the day-to-day running of the company. It's a very Vince McMahon thing to make last-minute changes to a TV show. Once again, this is like the day or a couple days after the sexual harassment allegations came out. It is a privilege, as always... To stand before you here tonight, the WWE Universe. Especially a privilege to stand here. It was the last time he was on camera. I'm here simply to remind you of the four words we just saw and the what we call the WWE signature. Those four words are then, now, forever, and the most important word is together. He's like, you're not getting rid of me. So there you go. That was, that was his last appearance on TV. That was the day or just a, a couple of days. Yeah, he's in his 70s. After, after the sexual harassment allegations came out. Morale among WWE superstars is reportedly on shaky ground following the return of Vince McMahon to the company last week. According to PW Insider, there is far more of a worry and a feeling of unease. Despite McMahon failing to properly report millions of dollars in hush money he paid to multiple women in exchange for their silence regarding sexual relationships with him, as well as allegations of sexual misconduct against him, McMahon was able to force his way back onto the board due to uh, being WWE's majority shareholder. 
He was also unanimously voted in as chairman of the board on Tuesday, while Stephanie McMahon resigned from her co-CEO role, making Nick Kahn the sole CEO. Fightful Select reported that multiple WWE superstars expressed confusion over what the changes to the company will mean for them. William Regal, Triple H's right-hand man, just left another company and came back to the WWE to assume a vice president's role after he had been fired by Vince McMahon. The NBC's Alex Sherman later reported that WWE hired investment banking company J.P. Morgan to serve as an advisor during sales talk. Sherman also noted that if a sale happens, it would likely occur within the next three to six months, which is the same timeline during which television rights negotiations are expected to take place. Amid rumors... Oh, this is Jay White. I thought they were going to get into the... Rumors that they had already been sold to Saudi Arabia, and that was the Iron Sheik picture. The face of WWE, now, then, and forever, jabroni. Iron Sheik now thinks he's going to be the face of the company. With the Saudis taking over. I think the Saudis would be more than happy to have a sexual predator running their company. I think that's the intention. That Vince McMahon is going to get the Saudis to buy the company and he's going to be put in charge of it. I totally believe that's that's what's happening right now. So the rumor, There was a rumor last night that the sale had already went through, but that is not the case. But a sale to the Saudis could be imminent for WWE. Getting that Saudi blood money. MBS might be a part owner of WWE. Prince Bonesaw. Hmm. A San Francisco man has admitted to spraying a homeless woman in the face with a hose in an inhumane act, in my opinion. This video had went viral, and now we're going to hear his side of the story. I'm trying well, to get just... you to write a real story yeah. that is apologetic on my part, yeah. that things could not have been handled better, and that after countless times of trying to help her, countless that can be researched and shown that... I don't believe you, motherfucker. Trying to wash down the street and clean up her mess, that... And she became just completely belligerent and out of her mind again. That at that point, I turned the hose. Did you ever think that maybe, maybe she has untreated mental illness? Maybe she's suffering a breakdown, anxiety. She lives on the street. Didn't this woman deserve compassion from you? Not to have a hose turned on her. Hose on her? It. Guess what? It woke her up, she moved. And that's what she needed to do. But the paramedics come and once again, they won't do anything. How how long, I mean- I mean, social service. How, how long would you say the hose, like what we, we see in the video is like a 10 or 12 second snippet? How long- Any amount of time. And spraying somebody in the face with a hose can be considered assault, for sure. I don't know. 
it's one of those things that you're especially notice how many he's got multiple uh articles of clothing on i'm taking it that it's not a warm and toasty day that you were not cooling her off i don't know i really don't remember i mean it was was it a minute was it 30 seconds it was trying to get her to move and trying to help her. I came down and asked her if I could help her move the, the clothes and the whole thing. And this is not a person who just has no um, sympathy or empathy for homeless people. You, you, you are not. I am not. Doubt. Doubt. I don't think you have sympathy, sir. I don't think you have sympathy at all. Sorry. $1.3 billion. $1.3 billion is the current jackpot for Mega Millions. Nobody won the grand prize last night. No one won that Mega Millions jackpot worth more than a billion dollars. But the news isn't all bad. Someone in Hacienda Heights won almost four million dollars. They picked five of the six winning numbers. The lucky winner picked up a ticket from Parks Liquor at 7th Avenue. The winning numbers are 7, 13, 14, 15, 18, and the Mega Ball is 9. The, the Mega Ball. Over a billion dollars. The next drawing is Friday. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more. Mark Brown. How many times have we seen Mark Brown? Mark Brown's almost a drop now. $1.35 billion. I do not encourage you to play the lottery. If you do, it is for uh, fun only. Uh, Curious and I might buy a ticket or two for this uh, drawing just for fun. I'm under no illusion that we will win. The odds of winning the lottery are astronomical. So if you play, only do it for fun. 12, 14, 15, 16, 33 and two-thirds percent chance. And then add 66 and two-thirds percent. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning. Scott Steiner thinks he's got a good chance of winning the lottery. Here's some raccoons. Remember when we did the lottery drawing the other day? Uh, God, this has been two months back, maybe three months back. And we did the live lotto drawing and it never happened. God, those are fat raccoons. They're in raccoon heaven too. This is like a raccoon playland going on over here. Look at these fucks. Aw, they got like a, a hamster wheel and everything. Aww. These are some well taken care of raccoons. Seriously, look how fat they are. And how fluffy. These two look kind of young up here. I love it. 
He looked like a little kid going up the slide the wrong way. Oh, did you see this one come down the ladder? And then he's going back up. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. They're having a blast playing. Yeah, they don't they don't really get the slide, do they? But they're having fun going up it. Look at look out, they're all so pudgy. They're all so pudgy. Oh, you trash pandas, you're so cute. I want a raccoon now. Curious, sir, can we get a raccoon? <laughs> oh, did you see him? Did you see him come through? Like, he went through one of the slats there. It was adorable. Watch him, watch him. They're well fed and they're, you know, they're not outside, yeah. They're not having to be scrappy. They all pudgy, but they're getting plenty of exercise though. This one's starting to figure out the slide. I guess that's why they have their little playroom here. You guys are fat. You need to exercise. Oh, fucking shit. I love them. I want a raccoon. I want to cuddle a raccoon now. If you are... God damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta give you a content warning. Luke, What is up, my friend? Thank you for being a freaking follower. You came right at the end of the show. I'm Justin Freakin. I do a nightly news rundown. Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Fridays, we come on at 10 p.m. Eastern. We find out what that news be doing. If you want to know what my political philosophy is... It's whatever allows me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. So, if you're on the right and you want to convince me uh, that you have the policy that allowed me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole, I'll listen to it. I'll turn right wing if it allows me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. I will convert to Christianity if it allows me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Jeebus, will you answer my prayers? Can I piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole? God, I've seen what you have done for others and I am praying that you do it for me. <laughs> I want that for me. So anyway, as I was saying, I'm going to have to get you, I'm going to have to hit you guys with a content warning before I send you over to producer Dave. He has Jordan Peterson on the screen right now. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. But I guess that's to be expected. It is the intellectual dollar tree, motherfuckers. HK and producer Dave... Running down the crazy. Go ahead, light one up. To, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, 
I'll read that. My views tend to be do whatever you want, but don't infringe people's personal freedoms, pro-choice, pro-gun, pro-drug decriminalization. I believe you should be able to run your business how you want, anti-Christian. So libertarian. Libertarians are some of the dumbest goddamn fucks walking the face of the earth. It's one of the reasons why I say right-wingers are goddamn morons. Because right-winger encompasses libertarians, the Republican Party, and most of the Democrats. Libertarians never have a goddamn clue what they're talking about. Buddy, you are a right-winger. What do you think libertarianism is? Technically, I'm a left-wing libertarian, but I don't call myself that. Because idiot-ass right-wingers have tainted the word libertarian. Sorry, sorry, my friend. As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Would libertarians in the war on drugs? I don't doubt it. I, buddy, you say fuck the state. I say fuck corporations, and I need a state that's large enough to rein in corporations. I want some Teddy Roosevelt rust, uh, trust busting to be done. Walmart's too goddamn powerful. Twitter, Facebook, Google are too goddamn powerful. Amazon is too goddamn powerful. When 3M dumps a bunch of goddamn chemicals in the uh, in the river, who's going to fucking hold them accountable? If you view capitalism as a good thing, you're a fucking idiot. You are dumb. <laughs> Fucking what is capitalism? Do- what what good has capitalism done? Do you want to have a conversation? Would I take? I was getting ready to send everybody over to um, producer day, but if you want to have a conversation, we absolutely can. Would you like to call in, or would you like to hop in the Discord? You say uh, you should not have to pay for my health care. But what if I told you that countries that have a universal system, a quasi-single-payer system, are able to provide health care to people cheaper? And that everybody has access. You say you shouldn't have to pay for my health care. But if... Insurance is cheapest when everybody is in the pool. That's how insurance works. It disperses risk. This is why I hate libertarians so goddamn much. You all are fucking stupid. You don't know how anything works. Insurance is cheaper when everyone is in the pool. It disperses the risk. So the cheapest way to go about it is a single-payer system. Then the single-payer can negotiate cheaper prices. So it has a twofold effect 
Okay, you say universal health care will cost $40 trillion. What are, first of all, that's over 10 years. Second of all, what are we spending currently on, on health care? In 2021, it was $4.3 trillion. The $40 trillion was over 10 years, so boom! We're spending more, more on healthcare right now than what the universal system would cost us. See? That's why I don't like libertarians. Lord Locke, I was, I was, gonna, I was going to see, um, yeah, $4 trillion in one year. $4.3 trillion is what we spent in 2021 on healthcare. The $40 trillion is over 10 years. Do you know how to do math? Do you know how to do math, my friend? But then you take my 75% chance of winning, and then add 66 and two-thirds percent, I got 141 and two-thirds I was going to raid Echoplex, and then this dude hopped in. So I wanted to argue with a dumb fuck. trillion times 10 is what? Taxation isn't theft. Anyone who says that is an idiot. So did you, did you get what I said? Like, so if we pay for healthcare, no, theft would be somebody taking your money through coercion and not giving you anything in return. You paying into a system and getting something back through government services is not theft. Fundamentally not theft. That's why I call right-wingers fucking morons. Yes, profits are theft. Wage theft. You want to talk about theft in this country? Wage theft is the number one, number one form of theft in this country. Buddy, you, you live here. You live here. You, are, you have a social security number. You participate in society. That's your permission. You don't like it, get the fuck out. I get that a lot from right-wingers. They tell me if I don't like the country to leave. You don't want to pay taxes in this country, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I explained it to you. So healthcare would be cheap. We pay more than any other fucking country for healthcare. By a country goddamn mile. And we have some of the worst outcomes. You understand, we rank like 30th in healthcare outcomes in the, in the fucking world. And we pay more than any other country. It's not your money. It's not your money. Buddy, fucking shit. I don't give a shit about your family and I don't give a shit about your opinion. How's that sound? We live in a society and the smart thing to do is to provide everyone with health care because it's cheaper and then everyone has health care. 
No one is still... First of all, first of all, you probably don't even pay federal income taxes, you dumb shit. You probably don't pay federal income taxes. Most people in this country don't. So seriously, it is almost a given that you have taken more from the federal government than you have paid in. Most people have. So, man, here's the thing. is like, if I can't reason with you and show you the numbers that it would be cheaper and provide everybody with health care, society would be a lot better off We'd all pay less to have a universal system. And you look at that and be like, gosh, that's good policy. Then you're just a fucking idiot. And we don't have any conversation to have. This is why I call libertarians fucking morons. Right-wingers are morons. Yeah, if voluntary uh, charity solved society's problems, why do we have societal problems? Nothing is stopping you from voluntarily fixing society now. Aw, unban the guy. Uh, well, I have to, I have to go to the... I don't even know where to go to right now. I'll, I'll look at it later. If somebody doesn't catch it before me. Oh, there we go. Mergen got it. Oh, also, Mergen, good evening. So glad to see you, my friend. Lord Locke, good evening. I just, like, man, if I can't have a conversation with you and show you a policy that makes sense and you be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. If you just automatically revert back to, well, taxation is theft then why should anyone take you seriously? Why should we have a conversation with you? I don't get it. Anyway, let me let me show you raccoons one more time. These chubby motherfuckers. If you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. They're still... They're still talking about Jordan Peterson. So I'm sorry. But HK and Producer Day will take real good care of you over on Echoplex. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin, and we will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.